quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Hi, I'm back and we're going to talk about the inevitable and highly annoying child who likes to use cuss words. (laughs) I feel like many kids go through this stage. Esme went through a huge stage of cuss words. It lasted a very long time and it was highly annoying. So I have some insights. My other daughter, Pia, she's not so into cussing. I don't know if it's that she saw her sister cuss a lot or if she just, that wasn't her temperament, but she doesn't seem to be gravitating that way yet, but she's kind of a late bloomer. So we'll see. First and foremost, I think that what we really have to address is this idea as if you're cussing in your house (laughs) and your kids are hearing it, then you're probably going to have kids who cuss at some point or another. So if they're, if you're using bad language, you know, I'm no saint. Let me tell you that right now I have, can have a very bad potty mouth when I want to, and I'm not scared of any word. In fact, one of my good friends who I go to see every summer, her mom really doesn't like cussing. And it's so hard for me when I'm around them to really curtail myself. So I understand how children feel and I have an immature brain when it comes to that. So just keep in mind that if you're using profanity at home, if you're using it um, in front of your kids, that obviously they are going to learn it. Now, a lot of people will tell me, well, I don't use it, but my kids are still, they still use it anyway. And that does happen. And sometimes kids hear it from other kids or they hear it from other adults or they hear it in you know shows. So all kids kind of end up knowing profanity at one point or another, knowing some of these words and understanding that they're naughty and it's no, it's no secret or surprise, really. The other thing that I would like us to really evaluate is what profanity means to you personally. Because there's some people that really, it doesn't bother, profanity doesn't really bother them. And they have like this idea that it's just a word and that it doesn't really hold meaning unless you use it in that way. Like if you say F you, as opposed to F, right? It's an exclamation or it's a derogatory statement towards somebody else. So those are two very different ways in think- to use profanity. If your child is going around saying F you to everybody, that's very different if your child is saying, ah, F, when they do something that they don't like them, what they did. So really evaluating what the meaning is and then really evaluating what do you believe around profanity and and cuss words? And do you think it's the end of the world? Or do you feel like it's totally not acceptable and we do not allow that? And if you get too tight there, you get that really too tight, not acceptable, we don't allow it, not in this house, not in this family, that is a definite, that's a, a lot of people will say, that's a hard line, that's a hard no. What does that mean? Does that hard line, hard no, that really means like, I get really emotionally upset 
when I encounter profanity in this case, or it could be aggression in a different case, or it could be lying in a different case, right? Those are hard lines for me. Absolutely not. But why? Why is that a hard line? And what does that mean? And why are you emotionally charged around profanity? Is it the way you were raised? Is it the way someone has used profanity with you? Is it that you, it, you, don't, you detest it for a certain reason? So if you have an emotional response, in this case to profanity, your child sees that. They can feel it. They vibe off a bit. And what you want to do is temper that response. Now, sure, you can have your own thought and ideology around profanity. And you can think in your mind, like, I really don't want kids who use profanity. I don't use profanity. It's a value in our house. But when you become charged and when you become emotional around it, it really does add fire to that particular incident. Because then you're going to come to your child with much more fervor, right? You're going to come down on them harder or you're going to react emotionally when you see and hear them using profanity. And when that happens, now it becomes this place where it's this counter will, right? You don't want it and your kid knows that. And so they really want it. And if you're a kid who sticks into this idea of counter will, then you're creating a space where there's going to be a conflict. So what I suggest is really getting into your own head and saying, okay, yes, I do not like profanity. I don't want it in my house. This is a family value for us. But also my child is trying this behavior on. They are seeing what it feels like. They are trying to experience this new thing. And I can either take this stance of, I'm going to squash it. I'm going to make it go away. Or I can take the stance of, okay, I'm going to be the guardrails around this process for them. And I'm going to help guide them. So if you can calm your reaction and temper your thoughts around it, and like I always say, I really do believe, and and I've been talking about this a lot on the podcast over the last maybe month or so, is that your mindset shift, your ideology thought, your ideology changes and your thoughts and everything that goes around in your head really informs the way in which you come to your children. So if you can just say, God, this kid's having a hard time figuring out, you know, when and how to use profanity or to use it at all. And I'm going to help them figure this piece out as opposed to getting angry and upset and sticking in really hard there. Before we dive into the next segment, a quick shout out to our fantastic sponsors who make this free podcast possible. ADHD affects so many of our families and finding the right care can be a challenge. With Done, you can get the care you need 24-7. At donefirst.com, you have an expert team who can help you get personalized treatment for you and your sweet kids. ADHD doesn't have to jeopardize the connection you share with your family. Take a free one-minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. Get continuous care, one-click refills, insurance coverage, and 24-7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month and pharmacy co-pays as low as $0. Visit Get dot donefirst.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Done. Turn ADHD into your strength. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein alpha-lac found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. 
Byheart is an easy to digest formula which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey to casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only US-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Now, back to the show. So really thinking about how are they using the profanity? Is it in a way that's aggressive and kind of unkind? Or are they just using it appropriately like, oh, damn it, you know, as an exclamation? And thinking about what are your, what's your thought process behind it? Really? What is your thought process behind it? And also this other idea, like it, it's normal, guys. It's really normal for our kids to try on profanity. It's normal for them to want to use it. And the more taboo you make it, and I think that became my mistake with Esme, to be honest, is that I made it so taboo because she was going in for the really bad words, the F words and, you know, the things that are like, probably shouldn't be saying that stuff, but I was no saint. So I, I didn't have a lot to say. And so it really backfired on me. I think I got embarrassed too, because here I had this kid using this profanity, like pretty terrible words, but I know she was hearing them from me. And so I, I really didn't have any room to speak. I didn't have any space to tell her to stop. And I did end up helping her unwind it. And so the way in which I did that, and I think some of these ideas can be good for you is first of all, coming with connection. And this is going to sound super counterintuitive. Like I'm not coming to connection with my kid who's saying the F word, but you actually can. Because if you think about it in some uncertain terms, they're probably looking for a connection. They're looking for a reaction. They're looking for a response, right? If they're looking for a response, are they looking for connection? And I think they might be. So when Esme started saying these words, my response would be like, Ooh, you must need a hug. Ooh, little girls who say the F word are going to get a lot of kisses. Be like, no, don't kiss me. I feel like, oh, I'm coming in. I'm giving you a kiss. What about a hug? And I wouldn't even touch her. I would just pretend, right? I'm coming over. I'm going to get you. I guess you need to wrestle. I guess you need a thumb war. Maybe you need to play the slap hand game. <laughs> And I would try to offer affection. Now, did she respond with, oh, hi, mommy, so silly. Yeah, play with me. Sometimes, often not. Often she protested, but guess what she stopped doing? Cussing. So I got her to stop cussing and engage with me in a connective way, which that's a win-win, right? So you've created almost like a verbal boundary or a verbal limit. Like I'm limiting what you're doing verbally by engaging you in a different way, by engaging you in connection, by engaging you with me, as opposed to you displaying this kind of off-track behavior with these, with these, with this profanity. So I kind of really just got her to engage with me in a different way. And even if she was like, don't touch me, no, I don't want it, man, you're so dumb, blah, blah, blah. That's okay. I got her to stop saying the F word. I got her to respond to me. I got her now, I have a better chance of getting her back online. And then I just continue. I continue to engage with her and I continue to go there. Oh, I'm going to chase you down for a pillow fight. No, don't chase me down. All right. Well, I'm coming over for a thumb war. 
how about if I just, can I have a pinky, a pinky hug? Can I have a one little tiny pinky hug? Can, can you pound it out for me? Can you give me a pound? What about a high five? I mean, I would just keep going until I could win her over. But nonetheless, she stopped cussing. And so if you can do that, now this is the hard part, but if you can do it every single time that they cuss, which is hard, but totally doable and way better than reprimanding them, correcting them, threatening them, yelling at them, sending them to timeout, taking something away, getting angry and upset and going off. If you can, if you can really refocus and just stick in the connection, affection, love, play, whatever you want, you can stop this behavior, but you have to do it. Yikesies every single time. But if you, if you did that for two weeks, I bet most of it would go away. I have a client right now. She's so sweet. She's got a little boy and a little girl. They're nine and eight. And the little boy loves to cuss. He really does. He's nine and he loves to say all the words. And she's been, you know, very upset about it. And so we tried this with her and I've done this many, many times with many, many people, but she was very skeptical. She was like, this isn't going to work. He's not going to go for it. This is, I'm rewarding the behavior. He's going to cuss more. And sometimes kids will cuss more because they want to get the attention. But that's a good indication to us, right? If they want to get the attention, then we give them the attention because that's what they're looking for. And they're going about it in a negative way because they don't know how else to do it. Now, again, let me leave a caveat here. None of this works if you're using punishments and consequences. I'm going to start saying it on every single one of my podcasts because it's absolutely 100% true. You cannot do this method. You cannot do this ideology. You cannot come with play. You cannot come with affection. You cannot come with love. You cannot come in these ways if you're using consequences and punishments. Why? Because your child won't trust you. They won't trust that you have their best interest in mind. They won't trust that you're actually being playful. They'll always have in the back of their mind that you can threaten or bribe at any given moment. And if they're strong-willed and highly sensitive like Esme, they are going to think that's an assault on their person and they're going to remember it and it's going to cause resentment. And so it could even be causing the cussing, to be honest, especially if you're really tight and wound up about the cussing and they know it and you're using punishments and consequences and your child begins to cuss. That could be one of the ways in which they retaliate. So just saying, everybody, you can't use any of this, not one thing on this podcast or any of my other podcasts or in my book, Unpunished, or on my Instagram. You cannot use these and expect them to work if you're using consequences and punishments. The two do not work together at all. And I have a lot of people who say, well, I, I do that. I get comments all the time. I do that, but it doesn't work for my kid. And I don't, I can't get into it in a comment on a, you know, a, in an Instagram post, but I would sit with those people and I'd want to say like, okay, when's the last time you punished your child? When's the last time you used a consequence? What, when's the last time you sent them to timeout? When's the last time you lectured them? Because if that's what they have in their mind, they're not in rest, their rested brain, right? They're in fight, flight, or freeze part of the time because they're waiting for you to punish or give them a consequence. All right, get off my soapbox. So you can lean into this idea of connection if you're living in a connected home and you're using all the tools of connection. And if you are, then in those moments where your child is cussing, so this woman, she thought too, in these moments, I'm going to be giving him what he wants. I'm giving him the connection. But that's exactly right. You're giving him what he wants. But guess what? 
you're giving it to him in a positive way. What if you were to do the opposite? What if you were to come to a child who's cussing and you were to come to them with negative attention? What is that going to do? It's just going to continue their quest for the attention because that negative attention is never going to quench their connection piece for them. It's never going to make them feel whole or seen or heard or understood, but they might stick in there because they don't know what else to do. And they'd rather get the negative attention than get none at all. But it could perpetuate the use of profanity, just like punishments perpetuate off-track behaviors in general. So this woman came every single time. We did it for one week or maybe 10 days, every single time. She came with affection, came with affection, came with affection. She came back in 10 days, I think it was, and said, it worked. 50% of the profanity is gone. I said, great, stick in there. Stick in there for another week and let's see what happened. After two weeks, 20 days, I think, because we were meeting every 10 days, the profanity was gone, pretty much gone. So this stuff works. I promise you it does, but it doesn't work as a solo piece Again, you have to use all the pieces. So if you're looking to use all the pieces and you don't know how, or you want to make that transition, I really want, Michelle, I really want to not use consequence punish, but I don't know how, I don't know what to do. I'm lost. What do I do instead? Join our programs. I have an incredible, incredible online group coaching program that's amazing called The Mastermind. And we also have one-on-one coaching. If you want to dive deeper into those, let us know. DM me on Instagram. You can DM me that um, word connection for the mastermind program. You can DM me one-on-one for the one-on-ones. You can email me at michellepeaceandparentingla.com. Get hold of us. Let's get you some help. You can get there too. And then you won't have kids that are cussing anymore. All right. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'll see you guys next time. When you visit Arizona, Time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.